Hey guys, this is Jenna Parr here, and this is my single, Break Me. Winds are changing like the sea, when the world is crumbling, I'm reminded Before we take a deep dive into this interview and see where it is that God takes us, can you tell us where you're from? So I am from a very small town in southeast Georgia. It's called Blackshear. And how many traffic lights are there in Blackshear? <laughs> Let's see. One, two, three? Three four? traffic lights. Okay. Three, three or four. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have a Taco Bell there too? 
we did at one point several several years ago but it's gone now but we do have a mcdonald's a burger king and a dairy queen so you're moving up in the world there in Blackshear. We are. We're, we're moving up. We recently got the Dairy Queen about a year or two ago. <laughs> <laughs> so your song that we just featured, Break Me, is very powerful in two different ways. First of all, it's heavy, and I like that. And our Boston Terrier, that's our mascot here at the Get Real Podcast, Mac the Metal Dog, totally approves of Aww. Break Me. He absolutely <laughs> loves it. I love it, but it's also very powerful in that it's got a very strong message of break me now if i went out to walmart and met somebody i said hey i can't wait to be broken they would probably sign me up for some psychiatric help on a couch somewhere (laughs) so what do you mean when you sing break me and what sparked the inspiration for this song so to start with the with the writing part of the song it actually was um a label mate of mine his name's matt lane from the band heroes dawn he actually um, initially came up with the idea and some and a few of the lyrics and uh we talked back and forth about it and i just fell in love with the idea and and the song and everything i mean we, we've written together on a few songs so i just really thought the message was so strong and and really um just really bonded with it so as far as you know a- asking god to break me you know as as humans, we can all be very selfish. I know I can be selfish, and I'm very hard-headed. You can, you can ask anybody. I'm super hard-headed and stubborn, but you know we all want our ways. We don't always want to follow God's ways. So yeah. every once in a while, we need to be broken down to be reminded that you know God's the one in control, and it's it's His will over our own. Even though you know it it may suck and it may be really hard, but you know sometimes we we need that uh hit in the head a little bit <laughs> to be reminded who's in control. So, and then from there, you know, we can be built back up in him. So, and what would you say then theologically, we're going to, we're going to talk about this here for a second. What is the difference between being broken by God and then being broken down by a person or a man? What would you say in your opinion and from your experience? So I would say, as far as if you're broken down by God, I think that it is done with good intentions. You know, we can't always see the bigger picture, but God can. So, you know, in my mind, if there's ever really troubling times or if I feel like God is trying to break me down, um, it's just so I can be built back up in a better, stronger way. Um, But whenever another person tries to break you down, I feel like that's definitely out of their selfish desires or they may be jealous for some reason or, you know, they have their own, you know, they just have their own reasons and they're all selfish reasons. So I just feel like it's a lot more of an evil thing if if another person tries to tear you down. I would have to agree with that because in the times that God has broken me down, it's always led to him moving more in my life after the breaking and me being able to minister to others and to be able to share with others. And then when I've had people try to break me down, it's always turned into, I would say, a condemnation. Mm-hmm. It's turned into a guilt. And actually, even I, I have to admit it, it's even turned into a depression in a lot of ways. So the way that I've seen it, Jenna, and maybe you've seen it this way, too, when God works on me, it leads to life. Yeah. And then when somebody else tries to do God's job for him, it leads to death. All too often, I think we try to play the role of the Holy Spirit in trying to change people when it's the Spirit's job to to actually do that. And 
I find that song very, very appropriate for this time that we're living in because a lot of people, God is moving on them in very different ways right now and using these circumstances to break them. And it's amazing the stories and the testimonies that I've heard of people being changed and moving into areas of ministry and new areas of relationship with Jesus that they've never moved into before until that until that breaking. So musically, you got started in music at a very young age. Can you tell us how that all started and what was some of the evidence that God gave you that this is what you're supposed to be doing? So like you said, obviously, you know, very, very, very young age, I have been singing for pretty much as far back as I can remember. Grew up in church, was in the children's choir, and then was um, I led the youth um, praise band for several years. And I still now sing on Sunday mornings, help lead worship at my church. So you know, music has always just had a really special bond with me. And even when I was like nine, I started taking piano lessons and took those for 10, 11 years. So music has just always meant a lot to me. So it wasn't really until probably high school that I was just like, you know what? I really want to try and actually pursue this because I just felt like God was calling me to it because you know he he's given me these talents and these gifts and you know we're supposed to use our gifts to glorify him. So I just felt like that's what I needed to do. And speaking of high school, you graduated number two in your high school class. You were the salutatorian. And for somebody who usually graduates number one or two, the path is off to college and then a professional career being something like a nuclear physicist. But you chose to be a musician. Was there anybody when you said, hey, I'm going to go pursue music, they were like, uh, what are you thinking? You're so smart. You should go to college. Did anybody say that to you? Oh, yeah. There were, there were several. Um, I definitely... Um, I, I had some family members that weren't too fond of the idea and then definitely some friends and just honestly, mostly just some people in my community that just kind of felt the need to come up and say some things to me. But I mean, overall, I've had a lot of support and a lot of love on it. But yes, there were there were definitely those people that thought I was a little crazy. <laughs> so then how did you stay on track with what God had called you to do, not walking according to the course of this world, but pursuing the path that God called you to. And how did you prevent yourself from becoming angry at them? Um, well, as, as far as, you know, not trying to hold a grudge against certain people, you know, I just, I try to look at it from their perspective of things. Cause you know, it, deciding to pursue music isn't the normal thing, especially around here from a small town, you know, everybody just expects you to go to college. It's just the thing you do. But but as far as keeping my mind on the right track and continuing to pursue this, I definitely 100% will give that credit to my family. I, I have the most awesome parents that have supported me 100% through all of this since, you know, ever since I was a little kid saying that I wanted to be a singer. They've, they've always 100% uh, wanted me to pursue my dreams. So they, they definitely, uh, keep me on the straight path as best they can. <laughs> <laughs> that family element is so very important. Did any other members of your family play musical instruments or sing, or are you like the first one? Um, as far as like professionally, I'm the only person, but I mean, both of my parents can play piano. Um, I have two older brothers actually, and both of them can sing and play multiple instruments. I actually like to joke around and say I'm the least talented, 
of the family and I really feel like I am the least talented because like I said both of my brothers can sing and play like guitar bass guitar drums saxophone some keyboard and here I am I can only play the piano <laughs> so so yeah pre pretty musical family you could say I would not say that you're the least talented I shared your video <laughs> break me with a friend of mine and within minutes they sent me a message back they're like wow and I just showed it to Steven before we got started today. And he said the same thing. He said, wow. So no, I, I don't buy that. You are very gifted and very talented. And that's why I'm excited about well, having you well, on here. thank you. <laughs> so in your pursuit of God's calling in your life and in your pursuit of music, I am sure that along the way that there have been some disappointments. And can you share with us one of those disappointments to encourage us and how God saw you through that particular disappointment. So well, one funny thing is I feel like a lot of people's answer for this as far as music industry would probably be this year because of COVID, you know, literally no concerts have really been able to happen. But I actually have been very, very blessed that I just happened to put my album out in January. Okay. So it literally came out the perfect timing where like my singles have done very very well and we've been able to record music videos so luckily this year other than touring this year has actually been been pretty good for getting getting myself out there with the rock music but i would have to say last year was probably the hardest year for me because in 2018 right after i graduated high school i actually went on the road and went on tour for like a month straight and then another two or three weeks in a different month and there were several times I was constantly going and doing shows but then last year we just didn't really get anything booked at all so that was it was pretty disheartening um you know to kind of no I don't want to say false hope because that's not what it was but just that first year being like oh like I'm gonna get to go out on the road all the time and it's so much fun and I love doing it and then you know it, it's really hard whenever you get that for one year and then the next year you're expecting the same and it doesn't happen. That I would say is a disappointment. And I'm sure that when you started out on the road, it's exciting at first, but with the amount of time that you were out there, eventually you get tired and you get worn down. Did you feel that happen while you were out on the road? Um, honestly, not really that first year. I mean, I just feel like I, it was just something brand new and I was super excited about it. Um, obviously, like last year and then this year, when you get out of the habit of things, it, it can be a little hard to get back into it. So I find myself now like like I have two shows um, coming up, not this upcoming weekend, but the weekend after that on the 12th and 13th, I think. Um, I have two Christmas shows, two Christmas concerts that we're going to go to. And I like am getting so like nervous and stressed about them now because I'm so out of practice. But but yeah, I, I'm excited, though, and I'm ready for them. I get stressed and nervous every time I cut an edition of this podcast. So I, I, I kind of I kind of know what it means. And we're trying something new today. This is the first time we're doing split screen where you can see me the whole time while you're talking. And I'm, I'm having to remind myself while I'm sitting here that I cannot pick my nose while you're talking. Or, you know, I do have my Mac the Metal Dog coffee cup with me and I'm enjoying some nice, nice hot coffee here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I do understand the the nervousness that's involved with that. And we, we do have some extra sound effects in the background today. And I don't know if it's making it through the microphone, but we 
are not too far from a firing range, and it sounds like the Battle of Fallujah outside my window <laughs> this afternoon. So if oh, you hear that... that- that's funny you say that because I've been so worried that you were going to be able to hear stuff because I live right by train tracks and so far a train does not come by yet but any interviews I've had to do lately I've had to like forewarn them and be like just so you know you may hear a really loud train horn at any moment (laughs) in your music you express several different moods there are different moods of of Jenna Parr and uh you know, you have the heavy rock mood and the mode, and then there's also music that you do that's very introspective, contemplative, and really leads you to consider the Lord more, very quiet, but very powerful at the same time. And one of those songs that does that is God's Got This. And I understand that there's a special story behind that song. Can you share us share with us that story? Absolutely. So um, this song was written well not as much written about but inspired by a woman that went to my church it was our old pastor's wife um she battled cancer for i don't even know how many years it was a it was a long time several years and through her entire battle her saying she would tell everybody was god's got this and i feel like it's a pretty popular saying now but i mean back then it was like 2014 2015 and I had never really heard the saying before. So I was just like, wow, like that really stuck with me seeing her go through those super hard times. But yet anytime you saw her, she had the biggest smile on her face and she just wanted to tell everybody that, you know, God had it under control. And she never doubted that one time. You could tell that she full heartedly believed that God, God had her in the palm of his hands and had everything under control. So that just really inspired me seeing that seeing her battle to to write that song and then it's one of my favorite things in the world being able to travel and tell people this story and and it because it it can relate to so many people you know it doesn't have to be cancer obviously i feel like everybody has had a person in their life at some point that may have battled with cancer but it, it can literally be anything in the world, um, no matter what anybody's going through. You know, God does have it under control. And when was it that you released God's Got This? It was back in 2017. I believe it was in like May of 2017. So. And you said it just a second ago, back in 2014, people weren't saying that. But today they're saying it. As a matter of fact, I was driving out of Walmart the other day and there's a guy who's got a little peanut stand and he's got a sign right by his peanut stand and it says, God's got this right on the sign. And with what's going on today, how do you see this song applicable to the current situation that everybody's in right now? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously with, with all the COVID stuff right off the bat, you know, it's, it's really easy to get really down and really depressed um, with, with that situation. But but it really gives you hope knowing that you know God God does have it under control and we're gonna we're gonna get through it. We've almost made it through this year now. The fact it's about to be well actually, never mind this. Yeah, this January. <laughs> January. This is the cho- for our listeners, we, we are recording this early, but Jenna is our first featured artist for twenty twenty one. We have now <laughs> When you're watching this, cross the threshold away from 2020 into 2021. And Jenna is our first featured artist, and I'm yeah. very excited so, about So now, this. everybody listening now, you, congratulations. You've made it through 2020. <laughs> pretty bad year, and it, but 
like I was saying, though, you know, with everything going on and everything everybody's been through this year and, and the fact it's election year and just everything going on, you know, it really does bring you hope to know that God that God does have it under control. And I know for me personally, the past few months have been really hard for my family. We actually we lost my great grandma and my grandpa recently, um, one to cancer and one to just natural causes. But it, you know, it really does just give you give you some hope and gives you some some light in in the darkness right now, knowing that you know, we may not see the bigger picture, but God does. And that's really difficult a lot of times when everything is going haywire around you and it seems like your world is crashing in when you lose everything and then several years later you look back and you're like oh now i get it but it's when you're in the middle of it that it's very difficult to understand everything that's going on god just gives us enough light to see where we're at right now he lights our path in the darkness and it's just a little bit of light that we get and he does that, and I've said this before on this podcast, he does that because he's omniscient. We're not. And if we were omniscient, we wouldn't need God. He just gives exactly. us just enough, just enough uh, to keep clinging on to the hems of his garments and saying, God, where are you taking us with all of yeah. this? <laughs>
So when you write your music, what kind of music influences you? What artists have influenced you and played a major role in your sound? So as far as as far as my sound, I mean, rock music overall is my favorite and always has been since I was a little girl. But um, especially with that album that I have out right now, it's definitely more of the like experimental album trying to trying to figure out my sound because I knew I wanted to transition to rock music. So just trying out a few different things. Um, but Skillet's always been a favorite of mine. And, you know, some some Flyleaf, some Thousand Foot Crutch, some Red, all that stuff. So I would definitely say those were a lot of the main ones that influenced this specific album. But for future stuff, I'm actually working on writing stuff for my new album um, now. And funny, funny fact about me is my favorite type of rock music is like 80s rock. So some good some good hair hair bands and all them so that's my favorite so really trying to maybe incorporate some of those aspects into my into my upcoming stuff so that'll be really interesting to figure out in here you are now totally in with me because that's what i grew up on so (laughs) i knew i knew there was a reason right (laughs) i knew there was a reason we brought you on so your next album when do you plan on releasing that I'm really not sure, to be honest. Um, if if next year, it'll be towards the end. If not, maybe even in 2022, probably. Takes a little. We're just writing right now. We haven't got to actually record anything yet, so really not sure. <laughs> Takes a little time to put all of that together, doesn't it? Oh yeah, because we're we're making sure that this one is full length album. I mean, I I consider the album I put back in January, I consider it an album or some people are calling it just like a longer EP because it's like what seven or eight songs. So it's like either a really long EP or a really short album, but we're hoping to get maybe like 12 songs on the next one to get a full album out. And where can our listeners go to get a copy of that EP that you currently have out right now? So I do have a website. It is just jennapar.com. Um, so you can go on there that has links to everything all my social medias my spotify everything like that or like i said i do have instagram and facebook and youtube that has my songs and links on there or spotify or apple music you know everything's digital nowadays so i'm on all the streaming platforms out there (laughs) (laughs) you're out there where it can be gotten well what we're going to do for you because You are our first artist for 2021 that we are featuring. We are going to post your information up on our website at lithoscry.com. That's L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y.com. And now that we've switched over to video, and I realized that just the other day when I was doing another interview, you can right there. If you have trouble spelling (laughs) lithoscry, it's right on the wall behind me. We didn't put it back there for that purpose. It was just an empty wall space, but I figured it would look good there. So we we put that there. Thank you. Yeah, it it does. It does work. It does work great. So this is Jenna Parr. She is our first artist of the month for the month uh, for the year of 2021 in the month of January. And if you want to find out more about her, you can go to our website at lithoscry.com. L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y.com. Or if you have any questions for me, you can reach out to me at lithoscry at gmail.com. And Jenna, do you have an email address that people can reach out to you if they have a question? I do. You can go to, um, I actually have two. So there's just Jenna Parr Music at gmail.com. 
you know, which is pretty simple. But then I also have one that's just jennapar99 at gmail.com. You know, like everybody else, having 50 billion emails. So you can reach me on either one of those. <laughs> Gets kind of crazy sometimes with all the emails that, that we all have. So, <laughs> Jenna, thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to talking to you again and seeing what comes out in the near future. Well, thank you all so much for having me and just, you know, for doing this. It's been so much fun. Thank you. And for our listeners and viewers, peace out and rock on, people. Until next week, we'll be back. Lithoscry.com.